0: to Lives with Coco and Rebecca. My name is Coco Madari and this is Rebecca Quave and um, for the past eight weeks we've been doing um, weekly live trainings with you guys and it's been so much fun um if you're interested in listening to any of the replays you can find them on the do epic Shit podcast on spotify or apple Podcasts, and also on rebecca's website and um all that stuff so
1: this week and they're on my youtube oh, right. as well
0: oh yeah and on rebecca so your your youtube is what rebecca quave or is it rebecca cute uh if you look up Rebecca it should Quave, be Rebecca Quave.
1: I yeah, think yeah, the yeah. handle might be at the Rebecca Q, which is what all my socials are.
0: Okay. Okay, sounds good. Um, so yeah, this week's topic, we're gonna be talking about how to be bursting with love. Um, so very, very exciting. I'm excited to get into it, but first. I know, Rebecca, that you have um, some really amazing offers that are open until the end of the month, which is today. So if you wanted to share those quickly before we get into it.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I have two things right now that aren't usually available. One is a pack of three one-on-one sessions that you can use all the way until the end of September in whatever way you would like to use them. And then also something that I've been having a lot of fun with and that people have been having just incredible results with is something that came to me recently that I called the Launch Pad, which is a one month just immersive experience with me so that we can get into those places that you're kind of overlooking in your life. So let's say there are like big changes that you would like to have happen and you, and you're just focusing on like, well, how do I get this big change to happen? And meanwhile, the shifts that are going to bring about that big change are actually in what, what you tend to overlook is like these little places in your day-to-day life. So the launch pad gives us an open channel of communication for the entire month, you don't have to worry with scheduling sessions or anything like that. It's just a a wide open space for that entire month and energetic support. And, like I said, this communication on Voxer to let me sort of see into your blind spots for what are the shifts that you can make that are going to add up to big change. So that's available as well,
0: yeah, exactly. So if you want um, someone to, you know, help you point out your blind spots and um, help you create those shifts that um, maybe you think that, you know, you're trying to get the, get it done yourself, but um, it's just not really working in the way that you want to, then yeah, definitely sign up for the launch pad. I know someone you said um, signed up for the launch pad recently who really wanted to have that support but then was like um oh i don't know maybe i can do this on my own and and blah blah blah
1: yeah you know i was actually surprised to hear that from her after we're like we're about halfway through right now and you know wonderful things are happening um but yeah she let me know that she had actually asked the universe for like hey i would like guidance with blah 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 and that then when I offered the launch pad, you know, her reaction was to be like, I can do this, I can do this. And I should, and I think, you know, we get so conditioned to believe that it's a mark of strength or, or capability to do things by ourselves. And, and then we start to believe that we should do them by ourselves. And in reality, it's, it's not a mark of weakness to get support at all. Right. And, and, in in the way my work works anyway, you know, it's not, it's never that I'm doing something to you or doing something for you anyway. So when you get that support, um, it's really just an example of how much you are willing to stand up and kind of vote for yourself, so to speak, right? And, and bet on yourself and be willing to give yourself the gift of the support that, that's gonna be helpful to you.
0: Totally. Um, And I've been reading um, this book called Polysecure, and it talks a lot about um, attachment trauma and stuff like that. And I am uh, like a anxious avoidant uh, type thing. And it talks about the avoidance attachment trauma as hyper independence, you know, making your needs not exist because they weren't, um, they weren't taken care of or considered or cared about. And so you just kind of shut down your needs and then create this sort of identity around being someone who is um, self-reliant and um, that could like fill you with pride and it could be whatever. But at the same time, um, it is coming from a place of, this, you know, like attachment trauma. And so if that is something, you know, maybe you'd have asked the universe for guidance and um, just know that this is an option. This is something that if you have asked the universe for guidance on something that the launch pad or working with Rebecca could be the thing. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly, and I I completely relate to what you were saying. I've been there myself, right? That used to be my, um. You know what I thought was like a badge of honor of I don't need anyone, I don't mm-hmm. need anything, I can do it. You know, and mm-hmm. like you said, deep down, there's there's really there was a, a a pain to unpack there, right? A feeling that I had to do it myself. Exactly. Exactly. Totally.
0: All right. So let's get into it. How to be bursting with love. So first. I'm curious about what your thoughts are on the difference between what it means to, you know, just being like a loving person and being bursting with love. Like, what's the difference between those two things? Yeah, so. That's a
1: great question. I love that question. Um, So to be a loving person, I think um, there's lots of different ways that people can kind of conceive of that. And a lot of times people's idea of what it is to be a loving person can can actually do a lot of what we were just talking about, right? Sort of actually overlook themselves which then isn't really love because it's not full love if you're not included. So a lot of times I see people working really hard to try to be a loving person and and they're maybe over giving, they're neglecting their own needs, they are not extending the same compassion and kindness and gentleness and grace to themselves that they might extend to other people. So that isn't actually fully loving because love always includes you. Love is all embracing. Whereas if you're bursting with love, you're naturally going to be loving, but, but the lovingness that you're giving, which by the way, is the only true giving is going to be from overflow, right? It's going to be that you already feel so filled up with love that it's just, well, like you said, it's bursting from you and you kind of can't help but be loving. It's just that you, that it's just what you are instead of um, something that you're intentionally trying to do to get a certain result.
0: Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say too, is that like being a loving person in my view is more like action oriented, like acts of kindness, being kind, supporting others, you know, all of that kind of thing, but bursting with love doesn't require any action from you and yet people still feel it. Exactly.
1: And it, and it doesn't exclude the action at all. Yeah. And in fact, when you do take those actions from that state of being that is bursting with love, those actions now take on a completely different quality. Those actions bring about something completely different than when you were taking those actions from a place of, this is what I need to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm trying to do to like prove something about me.
0: Yeah. And what, uh, drove me or attracted me to your work is that I knew that love was the key is the key to everything especially since, you know, I'm an artist and a musician. And I know that me bursting with love is the way that um, I'm going to attract my people, my fans. I'm going to, you know, write music with more ease, have more fun, um, be able to take the actions that I need to take with more ease, be able to sort out the bullshit of, you know, the industry or people or whatever. Um, and also knowing that, um, love has always been a centerpiece of my work and knowing that me deciding to really prioritize loving myself and opening up to the love that I have for myself was number one, regardless of whatever that was going to result in. And I think that's the key. It's not like you're doing this so that you can achieve a certain result. It's that you're just doing it because you matter. Exactly, and that's exactly.
1: It. And that that's enough, you know, yeah. it, and it's so important. But, you know, the the side effects are are pretty good too, right? Like yeah. what you said, especially about like untangling and, and sifting through the bullshit in your example was the entertainment industry where, where there's certainly plenty of it. But it applies in all kinds of things, right? Where you're more vulnerable to being manipulated when y- you have something to prove. When you're right? seeking when love. You're...
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Versus when you are an expression of it, it'll, it creates this, you know, um, I want to say barrier, but it doesn't block you off from anything. It just more, it protects you while also keeping you open.
1: Yeah. It's what, um, my, my nerd is going to come out for a minute. I'm like, it's a semi-permeable membrane is what it is (laughs) because, you know, it lets things come in and out, but also,
0: you know, does have a strength to it. (laughs) Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Rebecca went to school for biology. (laughs) (laughs) So that's coming out. Um, yeah. So what do people typically tend to misunderstand about what it means to be bursting with love, would you say?
1: Well, I want to start at the core, which you mentioned before, which is this self-love, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of misunderstanding even about self-love. And, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword that self-love has become so popularized and so mainstream. So on one hand, it's great that it's on people's radar, right? And on the other hand, a lot of people have burdened themselves with taking it on as like another task on their to-do list and another thing that they can feel like they've failed at and then judge themselves for that, right? And judge themselves for not doing it well enough or not doing it as well as they should so that's the first thing i want to clear up is what i really mean by self-love and so most people approach self-love as something that they're trying to get their mind get their ego on board with doing at themselves and Mm -hmm. the truth is you know your mind and your ego don't really they're just not built to even comprehend the kind of love that I'm talking about, much less somehow carry it out, right? So your minds and your ego are always going to have judgments, um, are always going to kind of like assess things and make something right and something wrong. So when that's being applied to yourself, it's, it's the same thing to, to expect your mind and your ego to suddenly be in this position of, everything about you is the best. (laughs) You know, you might be able to sort of hype yourself up into that temporarily, but it's not going to be sustainable. So the love I'm referring to exists at a much more profound, deep, um, constant level than that. And it's always available for you. And it, it's already there. So what I'm always inviting people to do is to Rather than like learn to love yourself like a thing that you're supposed to do that you could potentially fail at or get wrong or not do enough of, what I'm inviting you to do is become more aware of the infinite love you already have for yourself, the infinite love that already exists there, the infinite love that's always beckoning you, that's always available to you in every breath.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So bursting with love doesn't mean that you're feeling good all the time. It doesn't mean that you, um, it doesn't mean you have are, your head in the sand. Doesn't mean you have your head in your sand. It doesn't mean that you are only thinking positive thoughts Right about yourself or about life or about
1: anything. Or, right. Exactly. Yeah. Cause should, listen, mind's going to mind, you know, your mind's mm-hmm. going to have all kinds of thoughts. And the question is, does love exist? regardless is love available, regardless, regardless of whatever, you know, thought you might have, it is a never ending battle to try to think that you're going to force your mind to have only a certain kind of thought, you know, it's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah. And for me too, bursting with love doesn't mean like a pushing out word. It means like a going inward. And then from there, it just comes out naturally. Like it doesn't feel like you're pushing it. You're trying to do something like that's Exactly. Exactly. Which
1: is, which is why it initially feels so unfamiliar to people a lot of times. Right. Because we're so conditioned that like anything worthwhile, we're going to feel some force behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. We've, We've gotten so, um, seduced by what it's like to exert our own will Mm. that that gets over prioritized right and so i'm not saying don't have any of your own will of course but it's it's a balance of um letting that come into play when it needs to but as far as that love goes it's exactly what you said we go inward and connect with the ways that we're having to actually expend energy to reject that that natural flow of love, and yeah. as we become conscious of that, then what naturally happens is, you know, it's just it's just bubbles up like a fountain, and it'll constantly be bubbling up and overflowing, um, if you let it.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, is there anything else you want to say about it before we get into it? So, so before actually we we do that, um, I just want to say that these past, you know, at least I think four or five calls that we've done together, these live trainings, has a section where we actually go in and apply the things that we're talking about. Where, you know, if you listen to the replay, then you will be able to actually um feel the transformation that we're talking about. So, um, that's what we're getting into now. So if you are in a place where you could take a couple of seconds or a couple minutes for yourself, um, definitely do that because that's what we're talking about is actually giving yourself that time and prioritizing, um, being aware of the love that is present. So that's what I wanted to say
1: exactly great yeah so i'm definitely ready because i'm all for doing it instead of instead of just talking about it but i also acknowledge and understand that you know we have to there has to be uh an overall understanding of of what we're even doing before we dive into it so yeah uh,
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just like didn't explain that we're going to go into something and we just do it exactly so like, what <laughs> which, yeah. you know, sometimes
1: can be challenging for me. If you set me loose, I'll just show up in the grocery store and be like, everyone just take a deep breath. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> With I mean, no, that would be no understanding. I feel like people
0: in the grocery store need that. It's a, It's like a high stress environment. I find often it depends on where you go. Like I find Walmart is super like I don't go or, into Walmart. Or, 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 or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It depends on the, on the grocery store, but it can definitely yeah. be a stressful thing because I feel like, you know, money is triggering for a lot of people. Food is triggering for a lot of people in the whole world, like the whole world, like food is a thing, obviously. Um, so that's just what I pick up normally when I go to the grocery well, store.
1: Well, so. Exactly. And, a, yeah. and most any store is intentionally set up in a way that somebody has thought about a whole team of somebody's. in fact have put a lot of time and thought and effort and money into how they can best manipulate
0: you while you're in there you
1: oh, know absolutely. so um so you have all so of it's that not really a safe on.
0: space exactly you know exactly <laughs> There's been so many times like where you know you're looking for the best deal on like pasta sauce right. for example right? right and then you see something that's like eye level that's like on sale or something, you think that's the best deal. And then, then you see like right at the bottom, there actually is the like best deal that isn't even on sale. That's hidden in the back. So, you know, it's like, exactly, exactly. And then, you know, if you're like, I was, which was, I I was always like easily
1: overloaded by, you know, how much input is going on, Mm -hmm. you know, to the point that like, when my kids were little, My favorite, my, my strategy was to go to the grocery store at like 10 at night so that I'd be able to go by myself while they and their dad were asleep because with all that was going on in the grocery store already, and then like managing two kids in the midst of it, it was just like, oh, so much. (laughs) And that was the, you know, then when I got divorced, I lost that ability because I wasn't just going to like leave my kids alone at 10 o'clock yeah. at night to go to the grocery. So I had to like remanage. like, okay, how are we going to do this? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that <laughs> tangent aside, let's, <laughs> let's get started. But I mean, on one hand, that proves that this is, you know, this applies in, in every area of life. It oh, really for does. Sure. Right. Absolutely. It's about carrying that love with you and letting, um, Letting it support you first and then having the capacity to give it because you already have it and because it's overflowing from you just naturally on its own. Yeah. So let's tap into that. So everybody just take a couple nice, deep, gentle breaths. Let these first few breaths just be intentional. That you really let yourself open up and receive everything that your breath brings. All of the support and nourishment that's brought with your breath, just let yourself really focus on not like, not like sucking in a breath, but letting a really deep breath come into your body because you're letting yourself receive it that deeply. Just notice how letting yourself open up to receive lets the breath just come flooding deeply into your body. And how the same in the opposite way that you don't have to, you don't have to force the breath out, but just by being willing to completely let go of your breath, it just, it just leaves your body. So do that a few times, just pay attention to what it's like to fully receive
2: a nice deep breath and what it's like to completely let go of all of that breath. And now let your breath settle into moving into the center of your heart. And let your breath bring your attention into the center of your heart. And let's start with you. Let's start with
1: bringing your attention to something that you have felt in the past is unlovable about you or that you've judged about yourself or that someone else has told you is wrong with you or that someone else
2: has let you know that they find unlovable about you. whatever that is, just bring it into the front of your attention now without
1: any agenda or expectation. So without having the sense that like, oh, here's this thing about me that I don't like that I've judged that I think is wrong or that I've been taught is unlovable. Let me fix it to make it lovable without thinking, well, let me force myself to find a way to love it.
2: Without anything, just let it be in the front of your attention now. Let yourself be present with it and start to feel what it's like to give it space
1: and to give yourself space to fully experience
2: what it's like to hold that judgment against yourself. Let yourself fully experience the pain of believing that some part of you or something about you is not loved or not lovable. And let your breath support you through this. Let your breath
1: move all the way down through your toes. Let your breath move up and down through your entire body letting you know that you're safe and anchored and there's space for this pain to just come out into the open,
2: to be set free, to be allowed to move exactly however it needs to move. And now
1: as that just starts to dissipate, as it starts to just spread out, bring your attention again to the very center of your experience. Your attention and your breath to the center of
2: your experience, to the center of your heart. And now let that move even to the space behind your heart. And see if
1: you're willing now and you don't have to, your mind doesn't have to fully understand this. You don't have to see it visually. Just go along with whatever you notice, whatever you feel. Okay. There's no way to get this right or wrong. Just give permission for this from the space behind your heart for there to start to be more of an opening than there was before. There you go, nice deep breath into
2: that. Bring your breath and your attention there into that space behind your heart. Giving permission for the flow of love that's there, that's been waiting
1: to move through you. Letting yourself open up to receiving it. Letting that, it might just seem like a trickle at first. You might feel like there's just an immediate waterfall right away. Whatever you notice, Just let that come
2: through into your heart. Just keep breathing with it. Just notice that movement of energy, that movement of love. Start to fill up your heart. Just giving it permission to move into all the spaces in your heart that feel shut down or constricted. Just let it start filling that space more and more and more and filling the space of the whole energy center of your heart. And as it has filled up so much of that space, let it
1: become more embodied. So let yourself feel that movement of love, that movement of energy, almost like honey would flow into the space from, from the space behind your heart, into your heart, completely fill it up and coating everything that it finds there, like a bomb, letting it give this soothing
2: nourishment to everything that it encounters. And noticing that as it expands, there's
1: still so much continuing to flow in that it's not dissipating as it expands because there's always more still coming in. So once your
2: heart is so full, let that just start to overflow on its own. Let it spill over. and let it start
1: moving through all of your body, all of your whole energy system. Again, just filling up whatever space it it finds itself in next, letting it coat that space,
2: letting that love just move like honey And as more and more and more of it just keeps bubbling through from the space
1: behind your heart, notice that as it expands, as it floods through different places in your body, starts expanding out in your energy system, that it doesn't get diluted. It doesn't disperse because there's just more of it available. And as it keeps moving into the next space and overflowing, Just notice what happens there. Notice what you have forgotten about
2: that then suddenly as love encounters it now, it comes back into your attention. See if you're willing to give permission for
1: everything that's been stored in your body, everything that's been stored in your whole energy system that has been waiting to be met by love, that's been waiting to be transformed by love.
2: See if you're willing to just give love access to all of it now. Let yourself have a few nice, really deep, gentle breaths now here. And as this soothing, nourishing energy of love keeps spreading
1: through all of you, just moving like honey, filling up each space, overflowing into the next space, you'll hit a point where it feels like it's you're so completely full, and yet there's more flooding in, there's more flooding in. And that's where we get to bursting with love when it just can't be held back anymore and so then it starts to overflow from you like a fountain and yet even as it starts to overflow from you it's not even just flying away from you it's now coating you and bathing you and immersing you
2: in this deeply deeply nourishing love that you didn't have to do anything to earn, that you didn't have to do anything to generate or manufacture or create. All you have to do is accept it and receive it. All you have to do is be willing to notice it. There you go, nice deep breath all the way through your feet. And now as you're completely filled up
1: from the inside out, and then you're also completely immersed from the outside in and just saturated in this, now take a nice deep breath right into the center of your heart and give permission for this love that you are to be free
2: to just radiate. beautiful. All right, good. So just let that settle in.
1: Stretch, rub your hands together, shake anything
2: that needs more space in your body to allow more of this to come through. Drink your water. all right what did you notice well first i want to say y'all should sign up for rebecca's launchpad
0: and her one on like if you want to actually experience this one-on-one with her she's doing those three one-on-one calls and i think the offer is available till the end of tonight Yeah, exactly.
1: Or, you know, if you're seeing this live right now and, and you want to do that, but you need like a, a day or two to, you know, put that, whatever you need to, you can, you can contact me. My DMS are open Um, Yeah, because you know, what I just guided you through is something that, you know, can work for sort of the conglomeration of everybody that's live right now and who will see the replay, but when we when we work one on one which we also have an opportunity to do today um then it's it just brings such a different i mean coco you can speak to this <laughs> what a, a different level it brings to it when you know i'm zeroing in
0: on exactly what needs to shift for you in particular exactly exactly totally um but yeah what that felt for me it felt like i was um, in an egg Felt like I was like, be like in this, um, like in an egg and you know how the egg has all of the like nutrients and all of the, like all of the things that the little chick needs in order to grow and whatever. So it felt, yeah, it felt very much like that.
1: I love that. I love that.
0: And you get to take your egg with you everywhere. (laughs) You know,
1: I don't, I don't know if you're going to know this reference, but it just makes me want to go nanu nanu.
0: (laughs) I, I recognize that sound, but I don't know where it comes from.
1: It's, it's, um, so years ago, there was a show called Mork and Mindy in which Robin Williams was an alien called Mork. And he had this like egg and nanu nanu was something he said. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I feel like, yeah, just like, with like little hands <laughs> sticking out this like this walking egg. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's so funny. It, it reminded me of uh, yesterday I went to the night market here in Nanaimo, and that's not a very Canadian <laughs> very <laughs> um, And I remember at some point, being in a space where I was moving from like one section of the night market to another. And in that in between, there was this open space. And I remember like feeling this feeling of like exposure suddenly, because I was kind of cramped in with all of the booths and all the people. And then suddenly there was this open space and I just noticed like feeling that exposure and uh, yeah, having that egg just shifts all of that. And even um, reading about highly sensitive people, they have this concept called uh, containers. And so um finding and being in and creating safe containers for yourself, whether that be your home, another person, or I know for me, like the library is a really safe container for me. I really love the library. And so that felt feels like just a container that you take with you all the time. And eventually, like when you get to that level of like confidence, then the whole world can become your container, your safe container. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can definitely relate to
1: on that one. I used to very much rely on just being in places like libraries. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas yeah, that's part of the benefit of, of getting in touch with this in yourself is then it, it, it opens up more, more things for you because
0: you get to take it with you. you Yeah. And if you want to make a big difference in the world, having like growing this skill and, um, getting to the place where the world is your safe container is so, so important because how unfortunate would it be if you did all of these amazing things for the world and still didn't feel safe in it? That would, and a lot of people do that. (laughs) They give so much, but then aren't, um, or don't know that, um, that they, they are deserving of feeling safe in the worlds as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: And being this, I mean, the way I describe it to people is that you're this walking fountain of love, mm-hmm. right. Where it's, it's just always with you. It's always in you. It's bubbling up through you. It's giving you everything you need and it's overflowing and it's radiating out. And um, that changes everything.
0: You know? totally, totally, totally. So yeah, if you want to experience one-on-one with Rebecca or me, um, we are going to be moving into the Nebula preview at uh, 2 p.m. PST, 5 p.m. EST today. Um, so if you guys want to hop over and join us, you can go to um, either of the links, either Rebecca or my link to sign up for that so that you can get into the zoom with us and then we can all work together.
1: Yeah. Sounds great. Cause that's in what that's an hour and 45 minutes from now. Yeah. Whatever time zone you're in. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. So get your, get your shit sorted and, uh, we'll see you there. Exactly. Great. (laughs) Okay. Everyone. Thank you so much for joining
2: in and listening and we will talk to you next time.